Welcome to the Into the 99 podcast, where we've got 99 cards, because Commander's number one. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Necrozek, and joined as always is the guy who gives full candy bars on Halloween, Brian. It is Brian, yep. <laughs> I wish I had the money to give out full chocolate bars. <laughs> Her royalty herself, the queen of counters, Hope. What's up, y'all? And the man with the biggest arms in all of Canada, Dan. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Bench pressing the moose. <laughs> I just love the song, Spooky Scare Skeleton Song. All right, but enough of that. Into, into the episode. Hope was enjoying it. I uh, was. I wish it was Into the Spooky Scary Skeletons. New <laughs> podcast idea. Thanks, uh, guys, for being here for our journey. Happy Halloween, Halloween guys. Patreon. Yeah, everyone, everyone who's not on Patreon, you'll get it the day after Halloween. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Yeah. Join up. Woo! But anyways, uh, today we're doing a Halloween-themed deck. Uh, Zach made one. Zach, walk us through the theme of the deck here. Yeah, hit us, Zach. Uh, my favorite... My favorite author and all of everything forever is Stephen King. So today we're doing a deck based around his book, It, with the main creature being Pennywise. Um, if you've never read the book or watched some movies, Pennywise is basically this intergalactic creature that lands in this town and eats children. And um, basically basically becomes the fears of each child that he ends up uh, eating. For me, it's just a deck with 36 lands. <laughs> yeah, that's such a that's big That's my one. fear, Zach. <laughs> I, I, like, I like that Zach's like, if you guys have never seen it, and I'm just like, I am terrified of everything. So I Hope's have afraid it. of the dark. I'm not afraid of the dark. I don't like... I, I don't like it, and I scream. I, I have to run up the <laughs> stairs when I turn the lights off, still. But who doesn't do that? I could, see a hope. I could see it coming out of the closet as a shark for hope. Oh my god. <laughs> How is uh, there a shark on land? Get out no, of here. <laughs> I can't handle so, that. So our commander for the deck is going to be Lazolve the Multifurious. Uh, blue and a black legendary creature shapeshifter. 1-3. Uh, when Lazolve the Multifurious enters the battlefield, you surveil 1. Um, and then you can pay X. Lazolve the Multifurious becomes a copy of target creature card in your graveyard with the CMC X. Um, except its name is Lissolve the Multifurious. It's a legendary in addition to its other types, and it still has this ability. So the whole theme of the deck is basically we're doing a graveyard toolbox deck. Um, so we're going to want to have Lissolve out as soon as possible and fill our graveyard full of different nightmare tools. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Surveil is just the new edited version of Scry. You look at the top, and you can either leave it up top or pitch it to graveyard. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it's a very good effect in in these kind of decks. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think it's a really cool uh, twist on the scry mechanic in general, to be honest. Uh, agreed. Wholeheartedly. It's, yeah. It's, it's just good in black. Well, it's just a, a different It's scry, but better in black. <laughs> well, and, and with Lazav yeah. shapeshifting, as Zach was saying, the ability for it just to basically try and grab you something off the bat. Like, you can get a huge creature sitting there. Yeah. In the grave, just in, in the first go-around of it. I mean, you still need down the mana. Yeah. But. But you can still get a huge creature hope. Pretty sweet. Pretty neat. So what's, um, what's really cool about this ability is any of the ETB effects that you would get from normally casting creatures, you're not going to get them from Lazav if you copy them from the graveyard. It's just going to come in as a creature with whatever static ability, so no ETB. So we're running some creatures that would normally be pretty bad to play because they have <laughs> a very like a very large downside for actually casting them. But because we're not actually casting them, it, he's just becoming or they are just becoming a copy. Um, we're getting like a seven seven for three, or a or I'm sorry, seven seven for two. So or, cards that would typically not be so great. Yeah, well, actually, be good. In these this. cards are bad. <laughs> <laughs> ones ones that have back. like a big downside. Yeah. Um, I love I love looking through it already. Um, yeah. so let's start already with the nightmare fuel, Zach. The fuel. Okay. Um, just to keep with the theme of nightmares, uh, I'm running two versions of Ashiok, Ashiok Nightmare Muse and Ashiok Nightmare Weaver. Um, you don't necessarily need to run those. Those are more just for theme. So I kind of want to skip over those two and go into actual creatures because that's what we're really going to be doing. Yeah, those um, are so just s- for flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first card I want to talk about is Cephalid Constable. It's one blue blue for a creature Cephalid Wizard 1-1. 
Whenever a Cephalid Constable deals combat damage to a player, return up to that many target permanents that uh, that player controls to their owner's hands. Well, that's pretty dope. It's, uh, well, yeah, built-in flat-out removal and the ability to... Uh, decks like this generally run a lot of ways <laughs> to sneak that damage in, and then you change it. It's a combat tricks deck without combat tricks. I like the flavor text on that one. They police loyalties. Cephalids don't police people. They police loyalties. It's a pretty cool one, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Uh, well, oh, and that, something... Oh, go ahead. Uh, something we should kind of talk about, too, is um, what's kind of fun about this deck is, like Dan said, it's a combat tricks deck without combat tricks. So we're going to be doing a lot of shape-shifting during different st stages of, like, attack and declare blockers and before damage is actually dealt. So there's gonna, if you, like, deal with kind Jukes. of, like... Yeah, this is going to be a deck that I think people are really... Like, those type of people really like. Hope does like that um, kind of stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I do like, I do like some nonsense. Well, it, it is really fun to sneak in. And a lot of people, a, a lot of times, you're going to notice that people are not looking in your graveyard. A lot, of time, a lot of times you, how many cards in hand, how many, but most people aren't going through your graveyard, especially when you're self-milling. I, in my Neoplasm, for instance, I self-mill all the time. I'll traumatize myself and throw half in the graveyard and everyone's like, all right, cool. And I'm like, Mill Neoplasm? Yeah. yeah. Unless there's someone that's like looking to actively remove stuff. Like, uh, what is it? The, the, the ooze? That... Scavenging ooze or yeah. something. <clears throat> I just, I have so many people, I'll, like I said, I'll be running a self-mill thing in Muldrotha even. I'll like just put 10 cards in my grave and everyone's like, all right, cool. And I'm like, love it. I'm like, I do the, I do the okay. same thing. I, I throw stuff in Marin and everyone's just like, nice. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, that works out. I'm like, all right. I'm like, oh, oh. Okay, okay, oh, okay. I'm happy I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I'm out here surveilling <laughs> too. I'm, I'm just like, Daniel, you can't leave Ulamog in it, but I want to. I want to so bad. <laughs> I want it so hard. Um, All so, praises to Papa Ooze. <laughs> to Poos. Papa Ooze. Uh, um, so, uh, as Zach was saying, there's a lot of uh, sneaker snakes. A, a lot of just tricks to get in. So it looks like you've built in a bunch of uh, protection in your commander in the shape-shifting as well. The next one we have on the list is Cephalid Ink Shrouder. It's two and a blue. The other thing as well, the nice thing about Lazav, before I even get into this, is you don't have to worry about the color for these cards. You just pay the X where X is their cost. That brings them back. So you don't have to, if you have oh, something... You have to have mana. You don't need to have like the right Specific mana. Color. Yeah, so yeah. if you have something that, that is uh, like a four black, for instance, like something way down on the list, you don't have to worry about that. You can just pay four of anything, and it's it really helps you get around a lot of things. You don't have to worry as much how you tap out and around, and can focus more on the the tricky plays. But uh, the the next one on the list, like I was saying, Cephalid Ink Shrouder. It's two and a blue. Uh, has discard a card from your hand, which in this deck, no downside Great. to it because you're still trying to get what you want. Uh, mm -hmm. Can't be the target of spells or abilities, and is unblockable this turn. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. Very big bonk. Are you trying to bonk with commander damage, Zach? You you easily can. <laughs> easily. Because what um, he turns into is still Lazav. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's one of the best things about Lazav is that he keeps his main. Mm -hmm. So you can also recur the thing that you copy. Well, you can also copy legendaries as well because if you have like a way to... Uh, not that you could reanimate Phage, for instance, but if you for some reason had like a Phage out... In the grave, you could make a phage. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, because you're not casting it, so it doesn't... Jacob likes to do people dirty with that phage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's, it's stuff like that. Like, it's... Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can recur the thing that you that you cap, that you copy, right? Yeah. But you're not... And then, yeah, since it's... Since it's... has a different name in the legend. And it, it, the other flat. thing is... Nice the limit does not exist. The other so thing <laughs> is it doesn't exile these, right? So you can just flicker back yeah. and forth between these yeah. for whatever kind of an answer. And it doesn't actually remove, they still stay in grave. So yep. as long like, you can just If keep someone exiles the car that you have targeted. You've already sorry. made a copy. Oh, okay. So that, so that yeah. doesn't stop you. Um, I'm going to call dibs on this next one. Because this is my one of my favorite blue-black cards. Oh, sorry to say, if you exile it in response to Lazav's ability, yeah. then, then it wouldn't have a No, target. no, sorry. I'm thinking like if he was already that, then oh, yeah. no. rid of it. it already yeah, okay. then, you're, then you're just stuck being like, oh, I don't like this. So my one of my favorite cards, Consuming Aberration. Three blue-black. Uh, Consuming Aberration's power and toughness are equal to the number of cards in your opponent's graveyards. Whenever you cast a spell, each each opponent reveals cards from the top of his or her library into a land card. Then puts all those cards into their graveyard. Just they mill that many. It's, yeah, it's yeah. bigger. Pretty dope. It is pretty tight. 
favorite. I have to say, it, Zach, is this why you run so many lines? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, it is target opponent. It's, it's opponent, Zach. You don't have to worry about that. It's so funny every oh, time. Yeah. Every time we start an episode, now look at Zach's deck list. We build so different. I like build a lot of competitive stuff. So I have twenty eight and twenty nine lands in so many decks. I uh, I do not play I, it safe. I like a, I like a smooth thirty three. That's what I like. Yeah. I like in between probably like 32 to 36, mm-hmm. all depending upon the type of deck. Mood, big mood. Mm-hmm. As, as I've been hanging out with you guys more, I had a strict roll of 38 lands and then it's dropped to 37. Now I'm at 36 in most of my decks. So, so. we're slowly wearing him down. Get it down to 26. <laughs> <laughs> Peer pressure. It works, kids. <laughs> I tried running Anyways, 21 first. lands and it just didn't work for some reason. Anyways, uh, the next card is actually the one that I was talking about with the with me surveilling in my other deck. So it's Doom, uh, Doom Whisper. Uh, so it's three and two black uh, for six six demon. Uh, flying trample, pay two life, surveil two. So you get to pitch two scry slash pitch two cards to your graveyard, pay two life. You you missed the nightmare there. It's a nightmare demon. Uh, sorry. Very, it's on theme. It's on Nightmare theme. It's on fuel. theme. It's on I, theme. I honestly love that card. It's very, very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I don't think I've ever seen it before. I cracked oh two. Ravnica, Zach, I cracked two in one pack in a pre-release, and it was dope. Oh my god. <laughs> to, guess what it's, color I played? <laughs> yeah, it's the closest imitation that we get to Grizzle Brand, and I love Papa Grizzle Brand oh, so me much. Too. Unban it. Free him. Free him from yeah. the Hell Vault. <laughs> Oh, Zach, this uh, next one. Holy moly. Yeah, I'm going to read it. Uh, this is Eater of Days. It's a four-cost artifact creature, Leviathan 9-8, with flying and trample. And when it comes into play, you skip your next two turns. But, but guess what? You don't what? do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've... So with Lazav, as long as that's in your graveyard, um, I'm going to pay just flying four. trample 9-8 for four, doggy. Right? I have one yep. of those in uh, my deck on the table there, Brian. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, Kenrith, skip my turns. Oh. (laughs) So fun. Uh, So these next two cards are going to look really awkward. But like I said, so we're building, I built this deck centered around it. So it takes like a ton of different forms in the book and in the movies. And one of the forms it takes is this giant eyeball. So I had Watch the movie, Hope. No. Read the book. I'm scared. No. (laughs) So Hope is I put. I put some eyeballs in here. So we have Evil Eye of Orms by Gore. <laughs> it's four and a black for a horror. Um, three, sorry, six. sorry. Orms by Gore sounds <laughs> sounds like some sort of new venture by Al Gore. Yeah. <laughs> Evil Orms. Eye of Orms. Orms. By Gore. By Gore. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a fragrance. Evil Eye of Orms. So we get some uh, we get some evasion <laughs> with it being only can only be uh, can't be blocked except by walls, so only walls can block Lazav when he becomes evil eye, evil eye forms by Gore. <laughs> <laughs> and um, creatures you control can't attack, except, except for evil eye forms by Gore. <laughs> by Gore. So I, whenever I try to do like these heroic intervention style decks, I try to make them as playable as possible while still on theme. So this was kind of janky, but still, still worked. I stand. Um, I'm into it. I think it's. I still think that it has every every um every right to be in this deck. I'm I'm looking at the next one here. Uh Evil Eye of Urborg. By Gore. Not by <laughs> this, one, this one's not by Gore. Different brand. Uh it's an eye brand. creature. It's four and a black for a six three. Non eye creatures you control can't attack. Whenever every, e- every creature. <laughs> whenever evil eye of Urborg becomes blocked by a creature, destroy that creature. Yo. That sounds awful. That's the Gorgon amazing. Yeah. So at worst case, like if you play this guy, I don't think it really feels bad because, you know, it's a good attacker. It's a good blocker anyways. But even if someone decides to, if you don't, if you just want to get a pesky creature off of the field, they're either going to take six commander damage or they're going to lose a creature. Yeah, which both of those things are good for you. Six is, six is a lot of commander damage to just eat. That's a lot of damage. That is a lot of damage. Or it buys you a round of not being attacked. Not, not the way I play. <laughs> no, no, no. You take six damage, you're doing it again next turn. Yeah. Fear yeah. my commander damage. All yeah. <laughs> hail the eye of Uruborg. Um, evil, evil Twin's the next one on the list. It's two and Demir. For a shapeshifter, you can have it enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature on the battlefield, except it gains pay one blue, one black tap, destroy target creature with the same name as this creature. 
Which is kind of dope. That's hilarious. So you can make it a copy of somebody else's thing. Yep. And mm-hmm. kill it. <laughs> and kill it. You can make Time. another Lazav as well. Yeah. Because it has a different name. Mood. So this is one. This is one of my favorite cards out of M21. Oh, no, it doesn't have a different name. I'm bad at reading. Yeah, idiot. (laughs) Go ahead, Zach. (laughs) It's ghostly pilfer. It's one and a blue for a spirit rogue 2-1. Whenever it becomes untapped, you can pay two. If you do, draw a card. Whenever an opponent casts a spell from anywhere other than the hand, draw a card. And you can discard a card, and it can't be blocked. I need to get this guy. Yeah, it's a cool one. Yeah, well, spirit rogue. Yeah, that is super solid. Like, the discard is awesome. The extra draw because like you're going to be pitching a bunch of stuff. Like draws always like we've said it a bazillion times. Like how important draw is. Yep. So, and who isn't casting things from anywhere other than their hand? Or whom? Or whom? The so, the next the next one is right on brand with the kind of tricks you want to play in Lazav. Hunted horror. It's a horror on theme. It's black black for a seven seven trample. When it comes into play, put two three three green centaur creatures with protection from black. Uh, into play under target opponent's control, but it never comes into play. Lazav becomes it, so there's no downside to it. It's just, it's just pay seven. It's seven. just a seven seven. Pay two mana trample. and become a two two tra- or a seven seven trampler. Gross. Yeah, this is amazing. Was that was that the exact thought? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, look, I'm just looking at Zach's face, and he's like, uh huh. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm is, gonna bring this in. It is like, a seven seven trampler for two. The horror. <laughs> oh punch no. like, Yes, I get two centaurs. Well, mm-hmm. re- reliably, if that's the top card in your deck when you surveil, you pitch it to the graveyard. No one thinks anything of it because they're like, oh yeah, well whatever. He just didn't want that card up top. Zach turn two swings at me with Lazav, and I say, "Yeah, I'll take that." And then bonk, seven, seven commander damage trample. Get murdered. So I wanted to try to stay on theme as much as possible with this deck, uh, but the hunted cycle is very good in Lazav. There's only like one other creature you can play. It's a blue one, but it's the same thing: super low cost and high attack, high defense. There's a bunch of different ways you can build this. Uh, Yeah, and then we got hunted nightmare three black, or sorry, one black black. Uh, creature Nightmare with Manache. Manache. And when Hunter Nightmare enters the battlefield, target opponent puts a death touch counter on a creature you control, and it is a four five. But it never enters the battlefield. Yeah, they never actually get it, so they so just get four, bonked five by a four three five. With a Manache. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Leveler's a cool card as well. Uh, Daniel knows this one. I'll yeah, because it's a ten ten for five. Ten ten for five. That you don't have to remove your library. Yeah, the downside is when it enters, you lose your library, so it's a very combo centric piece. But the combo is just bonk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the combo, combo is the combo is take ten commander damage. Yeah. <laughs> Get wrecked. Nice. Um, Zach, you go on with the next one here with this mind shrieker. Uh, okay, so mind shrieker is one in a blue. It's a spirit uh, bird for one one. It has flying. You can pay two. Target player puts a top card of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Mind Shrieker gets plus X plus X until on turn where X is that card CMC. Um, so this is just good. It literally can hit anyone. So you, you can even target yourself. If you want to surveil and you see that it's going to be a big card, you can easily not only pitch the card so you know what Lazav is going to become, but also you get the added you know buff to the creature. Uh, this is also... Another card that is based from one of the forms that it takes. Um, he becomes a giant bird and tries to kill one of the kids. So terrifying. A really, uh, a really nice thing about it too is it gives you that top deck control. So if somebody's tutored up an answer for something you're playing, I, I tutor up Urborg or something, or not Urborg, Bajukabog. Bahuka. Bahukabog. When when did someone? When, when did he become the bird? I'm trying to remember. So this is when uh, Mike is, um, he's like basically exploring the ruins of the uh, factory that ends up exploding. Okay. And he, yeah, he's attacked by it. And this is when he's a child too. Hmm. I guess I need to rewatch the movies. Uh, This is more from the book. Oh, gotcha. More detail. So next one's, uh, oh, an oldie but a goodie. Mist Cloaked Herald. Costs one blue. And it cannot be blocked. Pay, yeah, pay one mana, can't be blocked, and then you switch it to whatever you want. Yeah, get in with that. Oh, yeah. Then we now gotta, I'm thinking about it again. Yeah. Hmm. Now we've got a sweet, sweet pet card. That's Ooh. what this is. Am I right, Zach, or am I right? 
You're right, but it's also like, it's also good. I'm just telling you. But yeah, well, it is a clown looking thing. So what is it, Zach? Uh, Nighthawk scavenger, one black black for uh, vampire rogue. Vampire goyfuck, yeah, you mean right? <laughs> <laughs> Nighthawk <laughs> scavenger, yo, that's a I'm the tarmopire. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be real. That's the worst thing that's ever happened. Is that we kept calling it goyfuck. Because now when somebody asks me for if we have Nighthawk scavengers, I'm like, the hell is that? What is that? What car? I don't think that car exists. I forgot that was the name of it until I just saw it. I right know, now. same. I exclusively call it Gold I'm Hawk. convinced that that's the real name of the card. So, yeah, this is an alternate reality, doggy. Wizards, flying death touch lifelink, one three for three. Its power is equal to one plus the number of card types among cards in your opponent's graveyard. How many different card types are there? There's like 14 are there? Land yeah, because tribal is a card type. So there's uh instant. So there can be a buttload. Land is what you're saying. I could definitely be wrong creature. with that. Enchantment. I thought it was just a super type. Artifact. No, all types. I got six. I don't know. Well Tribal Tribal's own kind. Like tribal sorcery oh, yeah. is not a sorcery. Planeswalker. Oh yeah, planeswalker, so seven Duh. eight. So next up, we have Night Vale Predator, two blue, two black, creature, vampire, flying, death touch, hexbrew. Solid. That's a that's a nice card. Yeah. It's an interesting vampire color. Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Not not for Ravnica. Well, it's interesting. It's from to Guilds me. of Ravnica. It's Ra- interesting to me. Okay, well, the reason that's not that interesting is because one, there's vampires in Ravnica, but also in Demir, the original um, leader of the house, Demir, was a vampire. Oh, I'm hope I read the books. Oh my God. Uh, so going going back to some of the themes in the deck, uh, Miss Cloak Herald, it becomes creature from the Black Lagoon at one point in time. So we don't really have much of that. So I put in some Merfolk and a couple other creatures. We'll see later on that fit that. And he also becomes Dracula in the book. <laughs> so Nighthawk Scavenger and Night Vale Predator are my substitutes for Dracula because we don't have. He seems like he's doing a lot. He does. It's, it's a lot of fears. <laughs> Lots of fears. I haven't seen a shark yet, so I'm happy. <laughs> he does become Jaws. What? Yes. We should watch the movie, Hope. No. <laughs> no, I'm good. I think I will take a hard cut, pass on cut that. Cut the stream. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so, guys. We're done. Episode over. Hope. Wow. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, Camera goes all grainy. <laughs> <laughs> so the next card is not only a pet card, but another call out to the book. Um, this creature it becomes a leper and there's not a lot of like oh, leopards. Yes. so this fits i think pretty well it's phyrexian obliterator for black for a creature horror uh it's a five five trample whenever a source deals damage to phyrexian obliterator that source's controller sacrifices that many permanents Gross. the best blocker in the game mm-hmm. yep yeah yeah it's pretty gnarly i'll swing you for 20 let me block it sounds good thanks a, a four mana block it and my whole board's gone but it's not nope. Eldrazi, guys. It's okay. Yeah. It's not uh, Annihilator. I love Keeping that card. Up. It's so solid. Yeah, very. I, man, I opened this back in the day, and I was just, this card is insane, and it's still good. We still don't have many effects like this, so it's still unique. We um, should not have many effects like it. It's real good. We we should have, like, a lot more. I love Although, it. In, a, in a normal deck, four black is a, is a pretty hefty price, unless, unless you're mono playing black. mono black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, next up. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, keeping up with the leper theme, this is another creature that I feel fits that, so go ahead. Yeah, Rotting Regisaurus, two and a black, zombie dinosaur. <laughs> At the beginning of your upkeep, discard a card. 7-6. Seven, yeah, and again, so, you're not you're not really being punished with the discard here. Yeah, you can either play it early game and benefit, or just... Well, again, a turn two Lazav, and then into this turn three from the grave is... Bonkers. Yeah, it's starting to set Bonkers. you up just to keep discarding well, cards to make bigger creatures. Because if you get one of those creatures in your hand, right, you need to have an outlet to get, yep. to get it to where you want them to be. Well, the other thing, too, is that uh, seven commander damage on turn three is Oof. a real big start to the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two That's more. Two more and you're dead. Yeah. Get clonked. I'm not the wisest guy, but it's not very far from 21. <laughs> I'm not smart, but I can do math. I can I can barely do math, but that that number. I know how to roll up a three, D20, three that's turns. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Puts a real clock on Lazo, especially when he's just turning it into unblockable. Is is the next card also a themey book thing? 
Yes, it very much is. Uh, everything takes place in the sewers of dairy, typically. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is just kind of a, you know, call to Reference that. Reference to that. So it's Sewer and Nemesis, mm-hmm. one of my pet cards. Um, so it is uh, three in the black. It's a horror as well. Um, and when it enters the battlefield, choose a player. Its power and toughness are equal to the number of cards in chosen player's graveyard. Whenever a chosen player casts a spell, that player puts a top card of their library into their graveyard. Do you just cast this? Uh, you can do either. So you can either cast it or, um, well, because it has to enter the choose. battlefield, yeah. right? So I, I typically see this as being cast more than not because yeah. even with stuff, even with stuff like um, consuming operation, this is still a really solid card. And mm-hmm. like you know, this is more a thematic deck. It still will work. I think pretty well, but I just could not play Siren. Like, oh, I, I totally well. agree. I also think like it is nice for you to have like if you were to choose yourself because your graveyard is going to be quite large and then you get to mm-hmm. self-mill. Like that's what I always do with him is I always choose myself. And so. you know something to keep in mind, we haven't got to some of this stuff yet, but playing any one of these creatures as like a normal one, probably aside from Leveler, is still going to be fine because yeah. there are some tricks. There are some tricks that we'll get to that these cards like can still just do massive damage for like no reason. Oh, that's, kind of silly. that's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. Uh, the next one is another unblockable one. That's Snake a, blade. That's a one drop. Um, again, it's, it's one blue for a one, two slither blade can't be blocked. So again, you hit that one, get the unblockable and come in hard. Also, it's a snake. I don't know if snakes are a thing in, but if, but that's, mm-hmm. but it's all it, whether or not it's a thing in the book, it's in the movie or whatever. I just feel like um, people are scared of snakes. He could have threw crabs in there. That would be on on theme too for the last <laughs> for the last movie. Um, this next one is a thing of horrors: squelching leeches. Ew! Two black black creature leech. Squelching leeches' power and toughness are equal to the number of swamps you control. That could be strong. Yeah, well, especially because mm-hmm. you have Herb Borg in this deck. True. Mm-hmm. Borg. Swimmer in Nightmares. Um, oh, go ahead, Zach. You talk about your squelching leeches. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Ew. Like said, we, do, <laughs> we do have Herb Borg, and as Dan has told me many, many, many times, I have 36 lands in this deck, so potentially... Whatever. Daniel's triggered. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we, Nobody cares. This, the Squelching Leech could be very large, but also, like, it also fits theme for um, another form that um, Pennywise that Pennywise takes at one point in time. Technically, they are flying leeches, Ooh. but Ew. this is the closest thing we could get. Ew. Yo, there's a reason I have not partaken in, like... It's a- Halloween. No, I don't like to be afraid. I The furthest that I'll go for Halloween is Rocky Horror, and that ain't scary. <laughs> flying leeches are now hope's number one fear <laughs> yeah i didn't know but i learned today um, i'm sorry <laughs> back onto the list we have a nightmare merfolk swimmer in nightmares uh gets plus three plus oh as long as there's 10 or more cards in a single graveyard which should be very easy to hit uh so it would be a three four then it can't be blocked as long as you control an ashiok planeswalker that's why you feel like it's in there yeah uh this also fits like the whole creature from the black lagoon thing this was another like all right, this card is playable for what we're doing. And, like, Ashiok is pretty cool. I like playing Ashiok. So it just kind of it fits thematically and is a decent creature. I like I like this list of creatures you have here, just looking through it. Um, Thief of Sanity is the next one on the list. One in Demir for a Spectre. 2-2 uh, Flyer. When it deals combat damage to a player, look at the top three cards of their library. Exile one of them face down, then put the rest in your graveyard for as long as the card remains exiled. You can look at it, cast it, and you can spend mana as if it were any color. That's pretty sweet. Because whenever it's a, it deals combat damage, not like when it enters, not yep. like whatever, it's whenever it deals combat damage. And if you're using this and you're making your boy unblockable or whatever. Well, and flying's good invasion as well to yep. get in. Yeah. Even if you, uh, even if you're not trying to hit with that, I have no flyers. You, I, you turn it into that before your turn. Swing at me with a flyer and then turn it into a leveler. And Fly. it's basically a spooky, scary ghost. So you know. Flying, yeah, flying is like the beta of my existence. I'll be honest. I love flying. <laughs> it's so simple. It's like the most simple way to just bonk people right in the face. Like it's such a, <laughs> such an obvious mechanic. When I when I first started playing, this next card was one of the cards that I would always go to. Vampire dogs. Yeah, the vampire hounds. 
So it's two and a black and choose and discard a creature card. Vampire has plus two plus two until end of turn. Good boys. Yeah. Yeah. They protect us. So many so many purposes. Like um thematically, he becomes a dog, uh, and it's very scary. You uh, Joe? Uh, yes. Um you're able to discard, you know, a good discard outlet and it just gets bigger. It doesn't say like a lot of the old ones, you know, you can only do this once per turn or whatever or at sorcery speed. This one doesn't say any of that so you just can keep pitching until you get what you want yeah no that one's great especially it helps you get rid of any creatures that you say have in your hand that um you want to get rid of so you mm-hmm. can then make those of one of them <laughs> oh we have another themey but pet card hey <laughs> we have zach's favorite card it's vampire uh, minus <laughs> minus the goif how dare you? How dare you, sir? It's a vampire Nighthawk. It's one black black for a vampire shaman, two, three, with flying, death touch, and lifelink. Um, Heart slaps. Yes. From my experience <laughs> with playing Lazav, I've played a version of this deck that was much more attuned. And man, when people saw it in my playgroup, got used to it, I was getting bonked very, very hard. So these redundancies of lifelink are super important. Even if you're just like, only two this turn, or you know, maybe more with the other vampire nighthawk. A death touch blocker is also very strong. No one wants to swing yeah. into that. Yeah, and it's a it's a two three. Like that's that's a good body, honestly, for a death touch creature. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Normally, death touch creatures you get one ones or you get one somethings. You know. So. Uno threes. A really nice. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I skipped two down, but I'm still going to talk about it anyways. A uh, really nice thing with Will of the Wisp. Uh, it's one of the last cards on the creature list. It's one in a black for a zero one flyer, and it has one regenerate will of the wisp. A really fun thing to know is that regenerate does not need to be activated when it's destroyed. It gives you a preemptive shield of destruction. So it's the next time this creature would be destroyed, remove all damage from it, tap it, remove it from combat. I never knew that. I always thought it was you yeah. usually activate it when your creature goes to die. So if Zach was doing, let's say I have a fifteen fifteen out, right? Yeah. Zach wants to trade his Lazav with the Vampire Nighthawk. Uh, he could, if he had the mana up, if he had like a... Two black. Well, he, he'd have to be able to trade it back and forth, so he'd need a bunch. But theoretically, he could put the regeneration shield on it first, turn it into what he wanted, so if it was destroyed, it would skip it and then go back. A lot oh. of people just do not understand that regenerate works that way and think it has to be retroactive, but it, it, it acts as a shield, so... Interesting. I learned something new today. There's more, a, you know, so, star swipe. Um, oh, just power. This, all, <laughs> this is also another callback to the book. Uh, these are the deadlights. This is the closest thing I could find to it. It's another significant, like, part of like Pennywise's creature, um, and it's also just it's good. It's it's super good. I like that. Um, there, there are a couple different ways you can build this deck, and if you want to be more tuned and more like aggressive you can use infect in this deck and it's absolutely nuts because it works the same way you can do like um what's it it's the one artifact creature that you can pay a black and it, that creature gains infect until end of turn you you piqued hope's interest you did pique my interest i'm over here like infect you say hmm <laughs> tell me I, more I, zach I, that was dirty more, to me more like put it in the deck yeah <laughs> yeah oh, that was it wasn't on theme, so I didn't want to do it, but that was my old deck. It was like Frexian Obliterator. Or not Frexian Obliterator, uh, Frexian Dreadnought, you know, the 13, 13. Yeah, I was going to say, I like that you didn't put the full infinite combo in here with it. Well, it was just Infect. Like, I, you know, it's something adder or whatever that gets Infect, and you can swing through for 12 Infect and just kill someone. Exactly. I'm already in. I'm. She's now building this I'll, Lazav deck. So in, she's I'll kicking you, the microphone. Yeah, I'll send you that. I'll send you that list, host. please, because um, that's what I need in my life. I so the last, love degenerate nonsense. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the list for sure. So the last uh, creature in our nightmare fuel uh, section is Warp Infiltrator. It's one to black for a human horror. It's a one-one with Skulk. So this creature can't be blocked by a creature with greater power. Whenever Wharf Infiltrator deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card. If you do, discard a card. And whenever you discard a creature card, you may pay two. If you do, put a 3-2 colors Eldrazi Horror creature token onto the battlefield. I, I like the artwork, but it just looks like the weirdest peeping Tom. Well, that's Pennywise yeah, that's, hiding in the drain. Pennywise is the weirdest <laughs> peeping Tom. 
<laughs> I guess you guys are all right. Would you like a balloon? They all float down here. Yes, please. <laughs> Only if it's Tim Curry, though. Oh. Hey, Skarsgård did a good job. I mean, it's not Tim Curry, I'll give you that, but they're, he still did a good job. That's the new one? Yeah. Yeah. I like the new one way more. Tim Curry was good, but I really like that. There's something about Tim Curry that makes me like deeply uncomfortable. Whoever the new actor was, he was very yeah, on it. They're like, um, weird out guy. of the out of the original. Oh, what was it? Do you have Prince Albert in a can? If you do, <laughs> you better let him out. <laughs> That's me. what I like. That's what I liked about uh, Tim Curry was that he was much more like goofy but it was so creepy that he was, he was like more like into him. the clown than yeah the murderous thing that the clown is um, um so go let's, ahead, let's let's quickly go over the tricks of the trade section because there's only three cards and i kind of just want to explain why they're here well I, so, before we do that i just wanted to blow through the fast ramp zach has a lot okay. of the normal ramp signet burnish heart commander sphere uh demir signet expedition map soul ring solemn for the etb uh, we have Talisman, Thran Dynamo, Wayfarer's Bobble. The Expedition map, most likely, I haven't looked through Zach's enormous list of lands because it's big, but uh, <laughs> it's probably to go grab something like Urborg or I, I haven't looked yet, but do you have a Rogue's Passage in here? I have Rogue's Passage. Yeah. I have Shizu, uh, Death Storehouse. Yeah, exactly. So it's you've got a lot of really cool things. Uh, Gearwreck Sanctum is a, or Sanitarium is another really good one. So yeah, you've, you've got tons of really good ones to go grab. Expedition map's a great card in that uh, in that theme of going to grab those big ones that you need. Now can, on to Tricks of the Trade. Expedition map? I thought it was basic land. Is no, it any land? Yeah. Oh, I've been yeah. playing it all wrong. <laughs> that's that's the only reason Expedition... Brian's cracking Expedition map for a planes. <laughs> Basically, oh, yeah. Uh, no oh wonder you were God. so furious with that box oh topper. I got a box and all I got was this expedition map. I don't need another planes. <laughs> oh my god. What Brian. is this a junk evolving wilds for one? Oh, oh my god. Pay yeah. three mana for an evolving wilds. Sack expedition map. Search your library for a land. Reveal it. Put it in your hand. Then shuffle. You're so pretty. So <laughs> I'm just a pretty face. Oh yeah, my god! People use this to fetch like Gaius Cradle, Bazaar of Baghdad. Those not kind of, Brian. Not Brian. Not up in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing Wait, casual. So guys. I can get guild gates with this. Wait, hold on a dang second. <laughs> I'm not telling that this isn't gonna be. Like You're that. not living this down for a very yeah. long time. Brian's I'd... crop rotation for basics as well. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Tech with Discovery, everyone's fetching strip mines. Brian's like, I thought it was four fourths. <laughs> I'm not playing green. <laughs> that, that's a first. <laughs> All right, give me these. Woo! Give me the tricks of the trade here, Zach. Yeah, get right, a different, different topic. <laughs> the first one's Bad Moon. This is another purely thematic card. It's one in a black, black, a pretty enchantment. Black creatures get plus one, plus one. I love that card. You need to get it altered for Tim Curry's face on the moon. Exactly. At one point in time, Pennywise is on the moon. So, his face anyways, and he talks to people. Yeah. Watch the movie, doggy. Uh, No. He talks to all of them. I I refuse. Maybe we'll watch it tonight. No. It's not even a creepy movie. Don't care. It has its moments. It's really really good. Like, it really is. Um, This is another like. This is another amazing card from M21 that I don't think it's enough praise. It's Demonic Embrace. It's one black black for an enchantment aura. You enchant creature, enchanted creature gets plus three, plus one, and has flying in it and is a demon in addition to its other type. But what we really care about is you may cast Demonic Embrace from your Griever by paying three life and discarding a card in addition to paying its other cost. Very yeah. cool. So again, that lifelink is important, but also the discard. That's just a bonus for you. That's not a, that's not a downside. I like this too. Um, and a card I play in a lot of my creature heavy decks in black is Filth. It's three and a black for an incarnation, 2 2. It has Swamp Walk. As long as Filth is in your graveyard and you control swamp creatures, you control have Swamp Walk. I'm going to stop playing black. Urborg's <laughs> a, a good card. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't even think of that. Urborg can go into every deck, Brian. <laughs> that is true. Oh, that's funny. It is. <laughs> I, I don't know how to take you sometimes, Brian. <laughs> I just don't. 
<laughs> it's 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 early. It's early. We got to say like, at least wow, once every. Neat. This is interesting. Zach has some things to bring creatures back. Right? Who knew? Uh, <laughs> not in this deck, surprisingly. Yes, Lazav brings them back. You bring them to the graveyard. Exactly. So let's talk about our tutors then. Uh, our, we're running here. They do. <laughs> we're running four tutors in this deck. Um, the first one's Buried Alive. It's two and a black for a sorcery. You search your library for up to three creature cards, put them into your graveyard, then shuffle your library. Nice. Such a good card. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Essentially, nice. essentially, in this deck, you're getting three creature cards to play at any time. Yeah. Well, what? Like, I'd probably be going for the Eater of Worlds. Um,. Because that's a four, what, nine? Doggy, you gotta go for Vampire Goyfuck, always. Yeah, Goyfuck. Well, that's one. Always tutor the Goyfuck. <laughs> yeah, because what? You always want to get that six life. Or I'd probably go for Will of the Wisp, to be honest. Then it just turns into a two mana save Lazav whenever I need him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Unless someone's trying to path to exile him, in which case I go for a can't be the spe- target of spells or ability one. If I some... like that you're able to just rotate through, like, oh, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, no. <laughs> it, we talk all the time about how cards in your graveyard are still, they're, they're a resource that you should be using, just like life, just like everything else, right? So this, this deck is just all about grabbing those tools from, like, a larger toolbox than you can have in your hand, right? Yep. I, instead of having, like, seven cards in hand to wonder, like, what does Zach have for answers? He has a stack in his graveyard. And also, and if, you, what, if you ever want to be very technical and annoying to your playgroup, no one is allowed to reorganize your graveyard. Yeah. Uh, I had Bone Dancer in one of my other versions of this deck, and that was super important. That's Bone Dancer. That, like, oh, I don't think buddy. I've ever heard of that card before. It's. I want to read the Errata version. Give me one second. I, I got it up here, Zach. Okay. Uh, whenever it attacks and isn't blocked, you can put the top creature of defending player's graveyard onto the battlefield under control. If you do Bone Dancer, assigns no combat damage this turn. Interesting. Yeah. it's a, Like I said, it's a very obscure rule that basically never matters, but you cannot reorganize the way your graveyard is. And a lot of people rifle through and they change the order. Yeah, or they are reanimating things with Moldrotha, and they're like, I'm going to put this on top and put this on top so they remember. No, cut that out. Put it back in order. <laughs> so the next one that we have is... On this episode, be a stickler and annoy your group. <laughs> <laughs> That's I actually did right have somebody call me call me on that once they were just like oh yeah so I was like no 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 we're playing at a kitchen table <laughs> you can suck it <laughs> this, this is a cool place man it's like hey I just appreciate if you didn't well leave I, uh, I'd appreciate a lot of things listen man life's crazy <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's 2020 man like, <laughs> just start breaking the rules and that's your answer to it <laughs> You drew three cards. Listen, man, life's rough. It's not always fair. <laughs> Have you looked outside? <laughs> That's not always fair. We'll just play cheap magic. You can just play whatever you want as long as you could justify it. <laughs> play Emma Cool Theon's Torn. It's banned. Yeah, but it's 2020. You know, it's, it's a wild day. I'm really going through it. So we have Corpse Connoisseur, which is four to black. And when Corpse Connoisseur enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a creature card and put that card into your graveyard. If you do, shuffle your library. It has unearthed for the same mana cost. Three to black, and it is a 3-3 three, three zombie wizard. True. Mm-hmm. It's got weird artwork. I like it. Yeah. It is yeah. weird and gross. <laughs> it's like he walked into his pantry. He's like, hmm. He has the same face that I have when I'm looking for chips. That's accurate. That is accurate. <laughs> Which bag today? Yeah, this is one of the creatures we're wanting to cast. This one is not one that we're wanting Lazav to become a copy of. No, definitely not. Uh, so the next one that we have is the first instant of the tutors, and so it's in tomb. So it's one black. Uh, search your library for a card. Put that card in your graveyard. Shuffle. Yeah, and Tom Bay is a great card. Oh. <laughs> Watch the break Hope's brain. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, very bothersome. <laughs> uh, the ability to go grab a card. This is in in tombs good in any deck that is doing graveyardy shenanigans. But on top of that, the ability to go fetch an answer that you need at instant speed is pretty bad. Because if I don't think that he has uh, a way to actually get through and kill me with commander damage, and then he suddenly goes and grabs whatever nonsense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or again, the same thing. He grabs one of his protection answers when I finally have the removal for Lazav. Yeah, which is and even some, worse. And something that is often overlooked with this card too is it's any card. So if you're like, if you need to do something with flashback, you can entomb a flashback card and 
I have only ever seen it used for, uh, what's it called? I only ever like see it used for yeah for creatures. Mm-hmm. I didn't but even it is, I didn't even know you could grab any card with it. Yeah, that's why I said you grab a card. Oh yes, yeah, it, fetch deck more salvage. Yeah, you could do that. I've seen get people in tomb get rognatigans. I've seen, I've seen people in tomb uh, specific lands for world shapers that ends up being problematic. Yep, like a world shaper is about to die and. You just in Tuma Land. I'll return once you've ripened, Ghoul Caller Gissa. Ew. Mm-hmm. Very gross. Uh, final parting is the last one in the tutors. It's three black black. Search your library for two cards. Again, cards, not creatures. Put one into your hand and the other into your graveyard, then shuffle. That's pretty tight. Very solid tutor. I like. Um, Want to jump over to removal? Yeah, we'll do the removal here. The best, uh, the one of the best cards printed this year, Feed the Swarm. I just absolutely cannot get over how good of a card that is. Everyone keeps mm-hmm. complaining that, oh, it's they're sharing the color pie too much. Well, black needs an answer. You can't just have it be like, well, if they have enchantments, too bad. That sucks. <laughs> if, yeah, if, that's basic, basically the current uh, answer for needing removal in black is hope you also have white. Yeah. yeah. yeah hope your hope your other opponents will help you. Yeah, exactly. Politics better. We're all playing black. <laughs> uh, destroy target yeah. creature or enchantment opponent controls. You lose life equal to its CMC. But uh, just a very good card. If they had made it instant, crazy. So yeah. sorcery sorcery was the right speed for it. No matter yeah, how that heartbreaking. Been, yeah. If they would have shifted that to rare and it made it an instant, I would have lost my mind in a good way. Yeah. Uh, the um, next. The ne- oh, go ahead, Zach. Uh, I was going to read that if you didn't care. Um, one of my favorite cards to run in decks like this. It's forbid. It's one blue blue for an instant. You counter target spell and it has buyback. You choose and discard two cards to get this card back after you cast it. Oh, buyback is so busted. Love it. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. The most fair mechanic. <laughs> the most fair mechanic ever. That's accurate. Yeah. Uh, so the next one's heartless act. It's uh, also relatively new. Um, so. Choose one to start target creature, no counters on it, or remove up to three counters from target creature, which is, again, pretty su- pretty sweet. Two mana on an instant. Bam, bam, bam. Read the flavor text. Brutal. Is it? It's them or us, General Kudro. Jesus. As he's executing one of the big old beasts. Sad. Yep. I don't like that art. Yeah, it's very sadness. Yeah, I mean, this could be switched out for, you know, Doomblade or go for, for the something throw. that doesn't break your heart. I felt like thematically it kind of worked. I like it. I think it's a really good piece. It's just also devastating. Things could be two things. Remove up to three counters <laughs> from target creature. Yeah, that's very solid. I like that a lot. Hey, um, full art negate. Love it. Hey, mm-hmm. Negate just counter target spell or counter target non-creature spell? Non-creature. Yeah. I like running negate over counter spell. Uh, the double blue sometimes is problematic. And most of the time, if I'm wanting to negate, if I'm wanting to counter stuff, it's normally non-creature spells, anyways. That's fair. Yeah, it's not super often that creatures are the big problem in a game. But if you are looking to counter anything, consider <laughs> <your> sabotage. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> just, I like how you started off with that, and you're like, you're like, I went too hard with this, and I have to reel it back. <laughs> I got to reel it back in. Right. How do I? How do I save this one? Uh, so it's one and two blue counter target spell, but it has surveil one, which again, as we already mentioned, surveil is pretty sweet in mm-hmm. this deck. Um, and then finally, the card that now everybody owns. Yeah, is one of the best board wipes in Magic, I think. Toxic deluge, <laughs> deluge, whatever. We all call it something slightly different. Toxic luge. Deluge. <laughs> deluge. Um, so it's two and a black for sorcery as an additional cost to cast a spell, pay X life. All creatures get minus XX till the end of turn. Very which, hard to get around that which one. Which is some neat. Mm-hmm. I pay for so, this. <laughs> this is another. It's it's really good, like obviously, but I also felt like it fit the theme pretty well because they talk about gray water a lot with being in the sewer, and it felt very I hope gray water esque. Yeah, no, I I agree. This does seem like it's very on theme, very much like of what uh, uh, the point of what you're doing. What you know. Yeah, the, the, the yeah, well, I know enough. Well, and then we if have. If you don't know it, oh, oh. if you don't know what gray water is, please Google it and then uh, tweet at me. <laughs> Let me know what you think. <laughs> I'm not googling that. 
Google it. <laughs> um, the next section we have is draw. Uh, Zach, walk us through the first one here. Ancient excavation, obviously on theme for you. Uh, it's two blue black instant draw cards equal to the number of cards in your hand. Then discard a card for each card drawn this way. And then have basic land cycling for two. So you end up drawing those cards first, and then you can discard whatever. Like, or do you just discard your hand? Yeah. So you draw. So if I have seven cards, draw seven. And, or yeah, and then I just discard cards oh, okay. first. I draw so it's not or I discard seven cards. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I, I, I like I, it. Do you know what? I always need more card draw. I'll be honest. Like I never have too much card draw. Yeah, exactly. Well, but it, I run not enough. <laughs> it's really nice in this deck because if it, I don't ever see this being a bad card to play at any point in the game. But also the basic land cycling is nice, but it's instant speed. And with this deck, we want to see a lot of our our deck in the graveyard because we want to be able to pick and choose when Lazav is doing Lazav things. So being able to potentially draw seven and pitch seven is really powerful. Yeah, seven answers to the grave. Like like we've said, it's the toolbox, right? So you have another spot exactly. to use it from. Yeah. And then the next one, we have Charter Course, which is one and a blue. It's a sorcery. <clears throat> and you draw two cards, then discard a card, unless you attack with a creature this turn. Easy. Good in both situations for us. Yep. Uh, compulsive Research. Two and a blue, target player draws three cards, and that player discards two unless they pitch a land. So again, you can pitch answers if you want, or you can throw one of your 44 lands out. <laughs> Ignorant. You run so many lands, Zach. I will talk about it next, don't worry. Alright, and now we got some, we have black draw, so three and one black. For an instant, look at the top three cards of your library, put two of them into your hand, and the other into the graveyard, and then dark bargain deals two damage, but like, who cares? Solid. Draw four, yeah. lose two for four? Uh, no, draw three. Oh, look at the top three, sorry, draw three. Yeah, draw, draw two, pitch one. Yeah, but in this deck, you draw three. Yeah. yeah, but it's okay that you can't count. Um, <laughs> Math and reading are hard. They're not my strong suits, but what is? Uh, the next one is Notion Rain, which again is a very, I really like it. It's very much on on brand for this deck. It's one and Demira Colors for Sorcery, Surveil 2, then Draw 2, and it deals 2 damage to you, which is just dope. Basically draw 4. Yeah. Then Opt, because like, Opt. Mm-hmm. Uh, first Scene Arena, which again, solid. Um, for one, one. Just one of the easiest things to slot into black decks for yeah. a good draw. It, it's had a consistently high price tag for so long just because of how powerful it is. People don't pack enchantment removal in. And even if they do, they're not often going to target it at something that's just drawing you a card. And losing and life. dealing damage. Yeah, yeah, so it's really easy to just convince people that it's not worth the target, even though you're we're in Commander. It's You're not going to drain yourself out with this. Like, ten turns of this still doesn't really matter. Yeah. Then we got Ransack the Lab. One and a black. Sorcery, look at the top three cards of your library, put one of them into your hand, and the rest into your graveyard. So again, basically draw three. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, next we have Read the Bones, which is uh, two and a black for sorcery, scry two, then draw two, you lose two life. So, again, if you want the cards in your hand, in your hand. If you want that, if you don't. Hopefully the bones treat me well. Gone. Yeah, and then the <laughs> final draw card here is Thirst for Knowledge. Draw three cards. Knowledge. Knowledge. Then discard two <laughs> cards unless you discard an artifact card. Noise. Again, no real downside to it. No, I... I Nothing too <clears throat> crazy here. I have to say, like, every time we like we, we look at this, uh, or, like, Zach brews up one of these decks, and, like, I just take a quick glance through them, and I'm just like, like, yeah, this is all right. But then once we start talking about it and we see like how it actually works and everything, I'm blown away and I want to build these decks. That's yeah. awesome. You build some very cool decks, Zach. You definitely do. And you build differently than us, which is nice. I think that's one of the best things about having you outside of our meta. You well, know? Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Gotcha, um, fam. Now we're going to talk about some lands because there are some I do want to talk about. Uh, first one is Cephalid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. That's funny. <laughs> That's just a joke. That's just a do, joke. Do we have another 36 minutes? Zach's land list looks like a CVS receipt. That's a joke. <laughs> Anyways, 
Coliseum. Jesus. Uh, tap, you can add one man, uh, one blue mana to your mana pool. It deals one damage to you. Uh, it's in here for threshold. It's a balloon is set and sacrifice stuff like Coliseum. You guys got me flustered. I know. He's so <laughs> embarrassed. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> uh, target player draws three cards and discards three cards from his or her hand. Dope. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Solid. I like that. Yeah. Um, we talked about Guy Reach Sanitarium. It's a legendary land. You can tap it to add a colorless to tap. Each player draws a card, then discards a card. Uh, uh, you Rogue's Passage. Uh, uh, go ahead, sorry. Uh, Rogue's Passage, which just kind of goes in any deck that's trying to sneak commander damage through. Uh, tap it for a colorless or four and tap it to a creature can't be blocked this turn. Well, and same can be said for Shizo Death Storehouse because for a black and a tap, uh, target creature, gain, legendary creature gains fear. And literally, fear such a good mechanic. Such a good mechanic. <laughs> Not only on theme, but just actually a good mechanic. Yeah, yeah but I need to get deeply more of on theme, and I I'm really into that. So, yeah. Uh, were there any other notable lands that you wanted to talk about, Zach? Just uh, just the best land ever printed. Urborg, Urborg, slaps. Yeah, like. Um, like looking through the list and stuff, like you've got you've got such you've got lots of good colors. Like you have ten islands, forty two swamps. You have one. T- <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, back to your Urvor. Yes, each land is a swamp in addition to its other types. I love the fact that you can run it in any deck. Yeah. It, it does not have a black mana symbol on it. That just sh- like Yogmoth would want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, it turns into a swamp, so it is tappable. I see a lot of people not tapping it itself. It's like yeah. every land, every land. All lands. Yogmoth's <laughs> corpse is a wound in the universe. His foul oh. blood seeps out, infecting the land with his final curse, Lord Windgrace. Like, stop. That's just, rude. That's just some nasty, nasty Heavy metal. lore. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love him. Uh, so as, as Dan has joked about about a billion times now, uh, I am running 36 lands, and we're running How 11 many? ramp. Which 36. is like not, uh, it's not ridiculous. It's not like it's 42. Um, so a lot of the lands that I try to run are going to be lands that are going to either give us some kind of good utility or double up on mana. Same thing for our ramp so that we get Lazav out as soon as possible and be able to shapeshift him literally whenever we want. So the more mana we have, the more likelihood of being able to just... Yeah, you want to you get him out early. <laughs> yeah. And, and be able to switch in between, you know, damage steps and declared attackers, declared blockers, all that stuff. Like, we, we want to be able to be as tricksy as possible as often as possible. More mana means we're going to be able to do that. Yeah. More, and like, more mana, more problems. Am I right? <laughs> for everyone else, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, I could see, like, like, first off, before you even go into swings, if, if say, people have, if people have blockers up, turn it into an unblockable, and then swing in, and then... I'm gonna switch it up to ten. Slap. Yeah. Then Slap. pay four and bring Bonk. in that nine six or whatever it was. Slap. I really want to get a bunch of uh like foil tokens made up that just say bonk, and I want to throw them at people like ninja stars all the time. You're uh, gonna get banned from our LGS. That's just uh. Just hey, gonna... hope I'll attack you. Why is that? Cause bonk. <laughs> ha. Don't. Oh my eye. Yeah, like I said, you finna get banned, doggy. <laughs> Come so. back, go back home, get like a slice across your cheek. <laughs> what happened? Slinging, slinging spells. I got war wounds. <laughs> slang and some magic. Yeah, exactly. Slanging cards, so. Slanging them. Um, so yeah, that's oh. our uh, that's our spooky deck. I think it's pretty <laughs> neat. I think it's deck. I think it's pretty spooky scary. I really oh. like it. Halloween theme is good. Zach is like that. The whole point of Zach's first uh, heroic intervention articles was because he really likes thematic decks, and I think, like Brian alluded to earlier, that you just do a really good job brewing these like very on theme, weird out of the box decks that aren't just like, oh, I made like goat tribal. Yeah, <laughs> right? they're not like weird Benson. for the sake of being weird. They're just like they're interesting and out they're of the playable box. theme. They're just they're on theme, but they're different, and I like that. When when he said that he was going to make like the it deck, I was like at first I was like, does it not have like five like five kids. just yeah like five cards that are represent the kids and then everything else is like the horrors that they face yeah, or something along more, those lines. This is just more of like an overarching theme, you know, mm-hmm. of like fear the itself. Because really, like, it, I like is is 
is it not really just like about fear yeah. itself? It's, yeah. yeah. So it like that's a, the that's that's really what this deck is. It's about the scaredy things. The opponents are the kids. Even Urborg. The childlike wonder is in Zach's eyes when he bunks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the that he's the child. So he's Pennywise. Aren't we all? Oh my god. Uh thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hope where can they find our stuff? You can find us on uh into the 99com of course, first and foremost, as well. Our podcast comes out every Sunday at noon, uh Mountain Standard Time. We also stream every Tuesday now. Stream day has changed. <laughs> Tuesday, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. As well, check us out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, into the 99. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Oh, and Patreon. Oh. I'm crushing it, guys. (laughs) All right. That's also a thing we have. Check it out. Feel free if you'd like to support us. That's the best way to do it. Thanks, guys. And shout out to our sponsors, Edge Gaming. If you want to pick up any cool stuff, Edge Gaming on Etsy. Bye. Peace. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Should have outroed spooky, scary skeletons. (laughs) You should have.